Hello, fellow travelers. This is David Woods, your host and trusted guide. Welcome to our little fellowship as we gather to discuss the Christian life in a post-Christian world. We are broadcasting from Babylon with love. Welcome back. Did you ever watch that show? <laughs> no, I'm Mr. too... Mr. I'm too young. Oh, man, I'm too old. Uh, Laura, I am uh, <laughs> I am now 40, according to the podcast. I just turned 40. Oh! Uh, in, in our life, I'm about to turn 40. Congratulations. <laughs> We're yeah. hours away. Hours away. Um, okay, but enough about me. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to fall, to the school year. Welcome back. Welcome back, Mrs. Laura. Officially, as of today... Hashimov. It only took a year and some change. I went to the social security office, guys. It wasn't that bad. It was it sounds like the worst thing in the world. Yeah. I but got it's there, not the DMV. Got there thirty minutes before it opened. Uh and <laughs> then was was out of there in ten minutes once okay. it opened. So. so there's a line. There was a line forming. Okay. Fascinating place. We, uh, we don't need to talk all about that. But the people in line, you're like, what are you up to? What are you up to? Yeah. And so you have officially four names now? I do. Yeah. Let's not deviate, get okay, into the okay, nitty okay, gritty okay, of it all, fine, but it is it is complex. But I am okay. Laura Hashimov, and now I have to start the checklist uh, of the ten thousand other things I have to do because that was step one. DMV's I, next. I still see your two emails come up when I start to po- type Laura oh, into my little compose. Okay, but I hope it gets better. Women tell me it gets better because gets right better. now it's a pain. So let's talk. We're now we are we are kicking off season four here. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a lot of fun things coming up in season four, but first we just want to have a little, uh, little catch up, little, uh, riffing time mm-hmm. talking about summer. We had some plans for the summer. We had some, uh, I don't know if we had travel plans, but we had some reading plans. Yep. Um, did you end up going anywhere this summer? Dreams any, any and cool schemes. Trips? Did have a cool trip. Went up to NorCal for the first time in my life, spent two nights in San Francisco, which is a really bad rap in Southern California. People like to dig on San Francisco and human feces on the sidewalk that's we what had I the hear. best time we had the loveliest Fantastic. time stayed in little Italy got all my steps in went to the Legion of Honor Museum had amazing Italian food dim sum in Chinatown it was a delight awesome beautiful sunny days would recommend I don't people are giving it a hard time I don't know what it's like to live there I don't know but it, why because it's become the proxy for all the tech guys that everyone hates and they um, well, ruin I think the rent prices and it's sort of the like roof the possible. liberal agenda and see how oh, it's I failed see. sort of thing conservative Christians pointing up there and saying ha yeah. and you know big city but I I liked it a lot more than I expected all so right. did that I uh, did a couple nights in Yosemite which is just uh, heaven on earth God's country and then uh did a week in Maui. Woohoo! Okay, now this is where we almost overlap, but we yes. both went to Hawaii. Yes, we did. I've been told it's Hawaii. Um, <laughs> we both went to Hawaii uh, for uh, an early part of the summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lisa and I, uh, by the mercies of God, so almost right after yeah. we recorded our last episode, uh, you and I had grad week coming, all the things coming, Oof. and boy, howdy. So we're at graduation rehearsal. And uh, himself is starting to feel a little, hmm, a little fatigued. And I sort of stand off to the side, a little cough, cough. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. (sighs) We'll just, uh, whatever. And so go through some of the motions of the practice. And then it's like, okay, we're going to do lunch. And then we're going to, you know. And at lunch, I'm like, hmm. And I don't know if I said it to you. I said to Balmer. I said to somebody. I said, man, I think I'm going to take a nap. I'm going to take a nap. 
before graduation ceremony yeah. in the evening. I'm, but where am I going to go? I, I live a little bit further away, so I'm going to go back to the school. Yeah, it was, I do recall this now. I was like, what is he talking about? But now I remember we had just done lunch with a group of us. As we're leaving, you're like, man, I'm not feeling good. And I get a text from somebody else we know and love who said, I just got the ding, ding, ding. I just tested positive. Slayed by the mighty Covey. Just tested positive. And then I, so I looked at David Woods and said, David, have you tested? And you're like... No, I think it's just a cold, and I was like, so I brought David Woods a okay, COVID wait, test. Wait, pause. Okay. Okay. So I say I gotta go take a nap, and Balmy Boo is like, I do it all the time. I got He's like, I have a pillow in my in my my car, and I'm like, I don't have a pillow, but okay. He goes, just take a nap in your car. I'm like, oh, fine. But I get to the school, and I'm like, okay, wait, I got this like big robe thing, and I I gotta gotta like get it out of my car because it's getting crunkly, and so I take it up to my room, like okay, take it up to my room, I like hang it up on something, or I try to lay it out on something or whatever, and then like I am so overwhelmed with exhaustion all of a sudden that I I just like look at the floor for a second, and I'm like the floor. And my body feels like gravity is like tripled. And I'm like, I'm just going to lay down on the floor. <laughs> so I put like my bag as a pillow and I just straight up like collapse on the floor. There you go. Okay. From my perspective, suddenly, okay, as in a dream, my door is opening and one Laura Hashimov is like quietly like a sweet friend slash mother. Like, hey, hey, and handing me a COVID test. Like, I'm just going to put this here for you. And I'm like, where am I? So confused as to what I was seeing and feeling. Uh, Surely not <laughs> the virus. Surely not. Um, and, and man, I took that thing. I wasn't done even like putting that little thing back in the little tube thing. And that line was like so bright. <laughs> I was like, ah. So I had to like get out of the building because there's people in that building who yeah. cannot get sick like that. And so I'm like, I was running past people. I'm like, sorry. Man, a lot of people went down that day. Wow, what a day. So missed all the grad oh, stuff. Man. Okay, anyway, the reason I was saying that was because Lisa and I were supposed to go to Hawaii. Yeah. Uh, not 10 days later. Yeah. And all of a sudden, everything was imperiled. And uh, thank, thank the maker. Uh, they had yeah. dropped a bunch of their restrictions. Hawaii being notoriously very strict about mm-hmm. things for the last couple of years. They had to drop, change that. The airlines, we're not even going to ask. You know? So whatever. And, uh, and I'm like, oh, man. And so I did like a full quarantine. Like I think yeah. in the old world or whatever, I would not have been able to pull that off. But Lisa literally took the kids to like her sister's house and like was staying over the night like in other homes. And uh-huh. I was like living this suddenly weirdly isolated life texting you guys. How's graduation? Is everything good? But you made it. I mean, the okay, turn I, of the story I, is Hawaii sorry. Hawaii happened. Hawaii happened. And what really happened was Lisa didn't get it. Yeah, yeah, So the yeah. whole idea was Lisa got she to go to knew I was going to be able to get clear just in time, but then suddenly she would get it right before yeah. we got on the plane, and I would have to go by myself. Thank God we both got to get on that plane. And I'll tell you, you know, first vacation we've had together, just the two of us, in six years. Uh, since the since the the birth, I guess we did like a baby moon for like little yeah. John Wolf. Um, so it was amazing. Five days, you know, and there was a wedding that I was doing for some friends, and and it was just delightful. My first time in Hawaii, uh, not Lisa's first time, but first time in a while. Um, and we were on. We were. I just saw a picture. Your pops got up here. Yeah, Oahu. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And we just did the whole thing. Waikiki, North Beach, Waimea Falls, snorkeling, Sharks Cove, all the stuff. And then right after I get back, you're like, hey, I'm going. I'm I'm going. I like tagged you in. You like jumped on a plane like a day later and you went to Maui. Yes, we did. Now Maui's like the jungle. It's like there's nobody Ish. out there. Is no, that no, right? no. That's Kauai. Oh, Kauai. Maui, Maui is, uh, you know, where people snowboard a lot. But it's delightful. It's a wonderful place, and it's yeah, just Hawaii is the easiest vacation. So easy, it's almost criminal because you're like, I'm in a foreign land, but they take my money and speak my language. So weird. And everything's accessible and easy, and yeah. When you look at that map as you're on the airplane, you're like, we are far. We're there, in the yeah. middle of the ocean. There's always that moment three or four hours into the flight where you think, mm, I yeah. don't know about this. <laughs> Even landing this time, landing, and yeah. you like come on the come up on the island, and you're like, wait, there is nothing here. This is a short if runway. there was an emergency. There you go. Is that cushion really a flotation device? <laughs> Nobody knows. Uh, okay, so the, you went there. I went there. We had a lovely time. I think what the best part for me was not just that it was lovely, but it was also that it was early in the summer. Yes. So Lisa and I commented on this a couple of times. We did not feel the angst of summer needing to be relaxing. Yeah. Because it was the first thing we did. Mm-hmm. And we're like, that's our new normal. Yeah. That's a great. That. I think it was the same for us. We I left for um, Yosemite two days after graduation. Right. And it was like the oh yeah you kind of need to kickstart. And I've also um, so I, I need to make that a regular rhythm. Um, and I've also learned and I have learned this before and I didn't uh, take it to heart this year. I didn't follow my own rule, which is that I need to plan something. It doesn't have to be elaborate. It doesn't have to be Maui. Yeah. Something. Yeah. The last week of break. Uh, because the last week of summer is a real crash for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like the week before we we went back for meetings. The week before, I was like, I don't know who I am or what yeah, I'm yeah, doing. Yeah. I had like this crisis okay. of, uh, and I had my my to do list of things I'd planned to do in the summer that I didn't do, and I had like a mild breakdown <sighs> about it. And so I, I, I've learned this before, and I it, let this podcast be a Ebenezer. Nice. Um, to the reality that I need to. Plan something for the last week. Otherwise, you just spend the last week uh, anticipating like it's coming. It's summer's over, summer's oh, over, summer's man, over, I'm summer's over. That. I'm feeling that. I resonate strongly with that. Okay, so we need to bookend our summer. These are real like first world teacher problems. They are, but like let's do this well. If you have eight <laughs> weeks off in the summer, here's our tips. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. But I'm feeling that too. Like right when yeah. you don't need to, you're suddenly like, Bleh. yeah, right. Uh, and I love the way you said it because it's like all the anticipation of what's next, but it's not here yet. So it's just this yeah. like horrible, like. Burr. It just sort of makes yeah, I just get a little melancholic, like. Oh, and time you're is like, passing. this is what I didn't do, or yeah. so yeah, okay. Rescue that's yourselves why from that. I got my name changed. School starts in three days, so that's why you're I like, went to the I need social to do security office significant. today. Yes. Because I Social Security <laughs> office is open from nine to four, wow. which is the least which helpful hours you could ever for have. All those <laughs> adults that don't have jobs. <laughs> yeah, no, that's crazy. So we talked about summer plans. Mm-hmm. We talked about summer reading plans. Yeah. What What did we read? What did What did we What did we start to read? What did we actually read? What did, How was that? Still working through book clubs, brothers Karamazov. Karamazov. I've been told. Oh, is that uh, your your husband? Obviously, yeah. Uh, now you just authority. got me questioning myself, Karamazov, because we all say Karamazov, and he's like, "There's no T." Yeah, I'm Karamazov. like mozzarella, <laughs> Karamazov. So uh, about sixty percent of the way through that, I'm behind. Got to catch up for book club, but enjoying it a lot more Same. than I thought. 
Um, I'd never read it before. And everybody in my life is like, it's a Desert Island book. It's the top three. Right, right, right. Take it, like bury me with it. Um, <laughs> and so enjoying it quite a bit. The translation you need is the Pavir Volokonsky. Bless you. Yes. Um, and But yeah, so especially last year we did War and Peace, which was, whew, and this is a very different feel. There's a There's a pace to this one that I can jive with. There's no long recounting of battles. So still working my way through. Things have pivoted dramatically. Oh, man. Um, but we'll see what happens. It'll probably all work out just fine. Um, and <laughs> yeah, in a Russian novel, I'm sure everyone will be happy at the end. I need to do a little... I want to write up a little book review for this other, on a completely different note, <clears throat> um, novelist, essayist, Ann Patchett had a collection of essays come out. Oh, you mentioned her, yeah. Yeah, probably last year. Did I already talk about this? You mentioned her at the beginning of... of ah. This is our last episode. <clears throat> you at least said... You were reading them. They were delightful. Delightful. And you were like, I've never read her novels. And nope. I, you were thinking about that. Yeah, so still would recommend. They have stuck with me. The Good. novel is called These Precious Days. Hmm. And uh, probably a third of it, or not the novel, the book of essays, uh, probably a third of it is a collection of uh, one or two essays about the same moment in time, about the pandemic. So during the pandemic, she had a woman come and live with her, um, before the pandemic, a woman came to live with her while she was getting some cancer treatments. And she didn't know her that well, mutual friends. Hmm. Um, and it's about walking through the pandemic and then the, these cancer treatments. So that's where the title, These Precious Days, come from. And oh, man. Dang. A lot of good, I mean, so many great essays in there about aging, maturity. She talks about bearing her three fathers. Wow. <laughs> and so, yeah, so there's... I, I just found it to be, um, there were some really funny ones about MFA programs that I would recommend to anybody in that world. So that was a delight, and it has me, even a great title, These Precious Days. Mm. Few and precious. So um, loved that. Oh, and then Sea of Tranquility by Emily St. John Mandel. Wow. So real devotees of the pod. Well, I recommended Station Eleven a long time ago. That's right. For some dystopian, or uh, not dystopian, I, post, post-apocalyptic, post-pandemic. Shakespeare. She wrote it before the pandemic. Nice. And then Prophecy. if everybody bought it during the pandemic. <laughs> um, but it's really... Well, they made a show out of it, right? Yeah. Okay. HBO did a thing, yeah. which I have not seen. I'd like to. But the um, Station Eleven is wonderful. This book, Sea of Tranquility, is kind of like a a cousin to it, a sister to it. It like exists in the same universe. And I don't even know how to describe it to you except for the, it's about the idea of uh, sort of multiverses and would recommend strongly. She's a beautiful writer, life affirming, beauty of the world sort of person. Nice. So would recommend Station Eleven first. If it's too much for you to stomach, you could still read Sea of Tranquility. But I think I read that in like two days on vacation. It was just a little, little easy jaunt. So uh, oh, yeah, and not to dominate too much book talk, but Please. then the other thing, I was achieving, this is one of my goals I'm proud of, reading Justo Gonzalez's The Story oh, of Christianity. It's a delightful text. So have had it recommended to me by David, by other Bible teachers who say, like, when it comes to church history, this is the one you want to read. And everybody said that, and I thought, really? And then it is delightful, easy to follow, clear. clear um, Can we say warm? Yeah. You can feel this is a person writing. It's a person it. He writing doesn't it. just hide his personhood. 
Mm-hmm. He, he there's it's very professional, but you can feel like this is an individual who's yes. telling me the story. And it's not That's a bland unique. like there are little tidbits and facts that I've never heard before that I was shocked by. Um and not in a sort of like revisionist history way, but just in like I didn't know that. So working my way through um yeah, and so I've been reading that bit by bit. It's a big, it's a big book, but each chapter is like five to nine pages. So just kind of doing a couple pages a day, and you That's work your way through. Volume one, Laura. Volume one, yeah. So I'm just <laughs> approaching the medieval ages. Yeah, uh, those are those are good times. You wouldn't want to live then, though. Never. But it is fun to read about. I that. mean, that's this is a this whole separate conversation. But reading church history is good for your soul. Your little 21st century pampered soul yeah. is good for me. Yeah, my little gluten-free wafer soul. Uh, <laughs> okay, so you, so as always, impressed, uh, humbled, um, depressed after hearing, um, always impressed that you, you truly are the book gal. And I love, I, well, a lot of people Vain think they are. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me do it for you though. Uh, <laughs> just, you just don't receive it. Um, <laughs> But like a lot of people think they are, you really are. Like that's your you 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 have things and you commit to them and it's your happy place, and I love that. I feel like I'm adjacent to that. I mm. feel like I think a lot about being like that, and then I don't actually follow through much of the time. Now, having said that, I said at the beginning of the summer I was going to do less, and we're going to mm-hmm. go we're going to go a little quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be the little what is it, the painted turtle or whatever. I'm just going to I'm going to nestle down into the mud. <laughs> And I'm going to not, I stopped uh, the Thursday night Bible study I, I did for almost 20 years. I, I um, pivoted to um, just sort of helping curate and caretake for Sunday mornings. Um, ended up preaching a handful of Sunday mornings um, while Pastor John was on a break. Um, so it wasn't that I was not in the, in the mix as far as needing to do or say things. I taught summer school, so I was actually yeah. seeing students one on, one, two drink. on campus two days a week, almost all summer. But it, it really did feel like what I was hoping. It really did feel Good. like I was able to go quiet. Now, I will say part of that was like I, I couldn't do much more. I couldn't read yeah. a lot of things. Um, I read a couple things. Um, I would say, honestly, I, I read... Maybe one or two books. Um, the more recent book that's coming to mind right now is a book by Andrew Peterson called God of the Garden. Um, I forget where it was recommended or who I heard it from. Uh, I'm a big fan of his. He's sort of like a regular Joe who just uh, continues to produce beautiful things mm-hmm. and um, is a Christian in the in the Louisian mere orthodoxy kind of fashion as you and I and much of our kin. Um, with a really robust place for the arts and all sorts of lovely things. So I just admire him and the community he's helped sort of cultivate out there in the old Nashville area. But he also is remarkably productive and prolific as a writer. Um, And so reading Andrew Peterson, God of the Garden, is sort of like a memoir-ish thing. His first one was called Adorning the Dark. Um, I also really recommend that. They're not very long they're very rich. They're almost essay-like reflections, even though they're chaptered into a book. They're essay-like reflections that sort okay. of stand alone on place and like a home and like. And God of the Garden was uh, memoirs and reflections organized around things like trees and like the trees of places where he's lived and things and walks that he's been on yeah. and like England and it's just there was just 
there were moments that were just so beautiful hmm. and it had the it had the feel that I was hoping for my summer. Good. So it was like I found the book that had my rhythm and had yeah. like the quiet. It wasn't the brothers, even though I have started rereading that. Um, because ironically, I was asked to, to speak at a book club. A dear friend of mine um, is doing on that book. I don't know. Something's in the water in Orange County. Yeah. People, people reading got the brothers. Got to have it. But it wasn't anything like that serious. But it was also like deeply moving and thinking about his life and, and thinking about boyhood, which is a hard thing yeah. to think about. Um, and thinking about and he, the way he wrote about things is not like confessionally tell all there's a lot that was pretty mysterious, but talking about rest, wrestling with things is like about himself as a boy, like not feeling good, like feeling like he had broken something and he couldn't get it back, you mm. know? And it resonated with a sermon I've preached um, in the past about holding on to what's good. Uh, I think we had thrown it up here on the podcast. Mm -hmm. It was like the loss of childhood. It was like trying, trying to grapple with something that was really really poignant, profound, but not pretentious to continue the alliterative pastor. Yes. Um, anyway, I, I really enjoyed it. I recommended it to a couple of people. I know our friend Jenna actually read it a week ago on her little last break. Oh, great. And loved it. She was like, I'm crying, you know, <laughs> which is wonderful. Um, so that one was lovely. Um, and I recommend both his books, but that I thought is very, very accessible and not very long and very rich. He's just a little older than me. So all his reflections are like a th in the area. Yeah. And I'm like starting to be like, okay, yeah, right. what is, what matters? What, is, what are we actually trying to leave behind? What are we cultivating? What matters? What lasts? So I love that. But honestly, outside of the books, I, I was able to take the time to sort of visit. There's a few authors, writers, living writers, that I love. Okay. And they regularly write, you know, sort of used to blog, uh, but now it's sort of essays here or there. And I was able, and a couple of them have a sub stack that uh, I'm subscribed to. Uh, but I was able to sort of prune down a lot of my intake Great. and say like, there's a couple of these writers that I just, and I don't even know about <laughs> recommending them. Cause yeah. I, I, I don't know. This is, these are like, I feel like these are my people but they don't necessarily represent views that, that uh, I would always or any time agree with. I just, I love the way that they interact with the world. Mm, I don't know how mm -hmm. else to explain that. But anyway. No, I know what you mean. There's a writer named Sam Chris and there's a writer named uh, Justin E.H. Smith. And um, and there's a couple others, but those two in particular. I just went, I always went back into the archives mm. of essays, reflections, movie reviews, whatever it is. Yeah. Because there are few living writers that I think are extraordinarily great writers and, okay. th and like that is hard you know we're an old books kind of school that's like our vibe usually right yeah. um so when you find writers that are like excellent writers yeah and they're alive mm -hmm. and they're not just like novelists or in like the literary like mode yeah. Yeah, but yeah, they yeah. just they just are thinking about the world um i just had a great summer reading through like sam chris old like essays and again great. they might totally offend and and bother people i'm not saying you gotta go read them but i felt like i was able to prune a lot of the things that i do and the things i care about spending time doing and it wasn't 20 people there's like three or four writers that i knew i wanted to to just sort of spend a little more time with yeah i loved it that's great it was so liberating i don't know how to explain it it's also very personal because they're again alive and again 
probably not that much older than me. Um, They're right around our same moment. And like seeing people do things brilliantly or beautifully that are like your age-ish or whatever. Like the same with Andrew Peterson. It was in a totally different mode. Right. These are not Christian writers that I was mentioning. Um, Andrew is. Um, But there's something about that. It's just like invigorating. It's inspiring. It makes me like, I yes, I... This is stuff I care about. I, yeah. I, I want to think in, in these kinds of ways. I want to think with this kind of flexibility, yeah. this kind of dynamism. Okay, so that was my great. my readerly thing. Uh, the the Substack thing is tough. It is tough because it's expensive. <sighs> well, yeah, the ones you have to pay for. Oof. It's a whole other convo. But even the free ones, or like I do a lot of the free versions of, you know, so yeah. I get half of the. You get a couple. But I just, they come in my inbox. I feel like I need to maybe print them out. What do okay. I need to? <laughs> I'll tell you exactly what you need to do. You want you want to know? Yeah. You don't send them to your email. Okay. You open them in Substack, and they have now organized it as a reader for you. Oh, okay. So they just put them in order of whenever they post on one page for you, and you can just scroll through whatever is recent, just as if oh, you were visiting sort of like Alan an, Jacobs' blog. An or something. old R R S S feed. Totally. That I used it's to. just a feed. That's oh. all it is. But it's for whatever Substack authors you're looking at. Okay, that's a hot tech tip from yeah. Dr. David Woods. And if you have a smartphone, Laura. If you have a smartphone, they also have an app that is just exactly that. Um, okay. So you could just bring it up on that your phone. That is good to know. I don't want to read on my phone. Good. And that's a I segue. A mean... uh, segue. There is a, you couldn't hear it, but there is a wink, a big wink. Wait, listen. Do you hear it? Can you hear it? Okay. That's a flip phone. You know you were born in the 80s. If, if a thrill just ran through your heart when you heard this sound. Hello. Um, I got a flip phone. I sold that Samsung. He's free. He is unchained. I Okay. Now, look. I, I'm not going to say I'm proud of myself, but I'm, I'm proud of myself. Okay. Um, okay. So, I sold my, I, my flip phone. No, I sold my smartphone. Um, I sold my Samsung. Okay. Which is incredible. I sold it. There it was. Gone. Um, and I got no apps. And I got no data. And I got no GPS. Yeah. And I have a, I have a, you know, a camera from the 1980s. Great. Grainy old thing. Uh, just enough for a reference at Costco. Honey, is this? Is it this? Or is it this? Mm. Is it this? Because he can text people if can. you're anxious. He can text, but he <laughs> is using me. the T9. Oh my gosh, I can't. Texting. I can't even figure out the T9. So I'm oh. doing the full three presses per key to get Isn't to the next Isn't that what letter. T9 no. is? No, T9 is a predictive thing oh. that somebody. See, it's been so long, I've forgotten. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, if he wants the letter C, he has to go. Beep, 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 and that'll be the letter C. So don't expect a novel from him if you're a text friend. Um, but do expect, like even today, I got a text from him and was like, oh, yeah, he speaks. I, <laughs> I have to be like really anchored in a moment to be able to text somebody back. Um, okay, so it's, what is it done? Um, I have to figure out where streets are. I have to leave earlier yeah. to places. Yeah. The GPS thing is the most inconvenient thing. I can't tell you when I'm going to be somewhere. Because mm. I have nothing that says when I'm going to arrive. I can't tell you if there's traffic, so I have to, like, I can I can look. If I'm really no. diligent, I can look it up before I leave the house. No shortcuts. But I can't, yeah. I can't, yeah. I can't there's do freedom any, in that, right? Well, it is, it's a wonderful feeling once you just abandon yourself to it. So <laughs> you're just like, okay, I think I'm going to be there in 15 minutes. I don't know. And at, yeah. at a certain point, you're just like, this is this is me. 
this is what you get world right yeah so there's no hack right like i just am whatever i am now i did it i did it to see how it would go and i also did it to save money so i cut i cut my phone bill down considerably oh, I'm sure. um which is delightful especially if you want to subscribe to Substack things that i want to oh, support man. my writers five bucks a pop oh much more yeah um so that's good the other thing is uh i don't miss any apps except like the i had to get used to the commerce thing so like i go to starbucks i have no app so i don't oh. get rewards <gasps> yeah and i was You've like do you have a card <laughs> i go do you have a card like for the rewards and they just kind of looked at me and i was like i don't have a smartphone and they just like really looked at me and i was like like i'm here but like, like can oh, i use a, do you remember poor. when i used to have a card how sad do you remember the card <laughs> yeah and then you know oh, um so okay there's a lot of things like they're like, oh, just look at the menu by the QR code or whatever. And I'm like, ah. And then yeah. friends text me links to things. And I'm like, I don't no. know what that says. No. I'm so sorry. Can you email me? You know, it's kind of like I've been thinking about lately how since the pandemic, people have become very anti-cash. Mm. And thinking that that's really unfair. That seems very um, yeah businesses. bourgeoisie. Yeah, I don't know yeah, what's yeah. the term. Very right bougie. Um, to like not accept cash it seems fairly ostracizing to various people in the community. In the same way, um, not demanding everything to be digital is also ostracizing. Yeah, because how many restaurants do you go to where they're like, we don't do menus anymore? Yeah. Well, and then the newer, cooler, little cuter places are the places that are like not cool yeah. with me being like flip. Um, right. So, yeah, it, it's been a little funny. Um, there's definitely and been some know, moments. You know, there's even, I think of at my husband's university, there's probably a way, actually. But like he puts his iPhone up to the sensor to let him into buildings. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can't so like whoa yeah so you're like gonna be ostracized pass, from the world uh, honestly so you're it's gonna going be cut in that out. direction right <laughs> it's like brave new world over here okay but here's the thing i'm an introvert by nature okay prefer less contact yeah, yeah, from yeah. humans okay yeah so part of it i gotta guard against because part of it would be like can't be found uh, yeah like happily cannot be accessed as much but also, uh, it's a little easier to not text back because I'm like, it's a bit of a headache mm -hmm. to text. And I'm just, I'm just not going to do that. I'll see them someday. Like, I'll say things like that in my heart and I have to like watch that so that I'm not like. Yeah. But here's honestly weird things. But like the screen's so small, I can't see like a bunch of things that have happened. So like if I didn't text someone back and a few other people texted since, they're not on my little screen anymore. So I, yeah. unless I'm like, I have a time every day where I sit down and scroll through to make sure I'm up on my texts. Yeah. Like I just don't have a notification like mm. window thing. It doesn't work the same way. So, okay, here's my takeaway. Yes. I feel more righteous than anyone I know. Okay, yes. that's a takeaway number one. Yes. No, no, no. I feel more pure. I feel more human. Um, yeah, I feel like I am the person <laughs> I'm meant to be. <laughs> okay, no, I actually, I love it because, look, we're on a computer all the time anyway. Yes. I, I have an old iPad that I that I used to read on and stuff. Um, I can't do the Bible app, so I'm like, I got to read the Bible instead up. of having it like speak to me or else mm -hmm. I got to go pick up the iPad, which is a little clunky or whatever, right? So it's like planned inconvenience, right? Right. And I've actually found it, it didn't inconvenience, inconvenience me hardly at all. Love it's it. a little thing here and there. I didn't ask Lisa to do this so that 
she was like with the kids and the car breaks down yeah. and doesn't, yeah. you know, needs some GPS. Well, and those mom group texts I've heard are quite a thing. Whoa. I don't know from experience, but I know from my friends. Well, group and texts she's, of moms. she's, we need, we need a camera, I think for the yeah. kitties. And, and I can still see a grainy kind of aspect of pictures that she sends me in the text. Perfect. So I can see the kids and, um, yeah, so it's not that hardcore, but it was easy for me to make that decision. And honestly, just to save like whatever 30, 40 bucks a month that I save, totally worth it yeah because that's like real cash that's real money you know yeah. that that probably needs to go somewhere else um so that's been cool i feel like the analog revolution-ish vibe-ish okay it's I'm, happening. that i'm like keeping it going in my own like little way um and that feels pretty healthy um now i will say i will say heading back into the school year so i i tutored and and so my students started to see yeah, they saw the change. They saw the flip. And I started, so I started to say, well, you know, if you're anybody, if you're cool, now I, maybe this is wrong. I was like, if you're cool, you'll get a flip phone. I wanted yeah. to see if I could start something on campus yep. where all of a sudden people are like confidently walking around flipping open their I think phone. it's more going to be that parents <laughs> are like, ooh, and then you become the villain. Oh, I know. Because you've converted their parents. But maybe, maybe not. Well, we'll see. What was cool is I read that book, Digital Minimalism, your Cal Newport book. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I read that not just myself. I read that with many of my students this summer. Mm -hmm. And so we talked about this. Yeah. And I said, like, you guys are in the thick of it, but here I'm going for it. You know, like I'm jumping in my 30-day fast. Here it is. Here's my flip phone. And they're like, oh, snap. So that's like a real thing. So many of them did similar things to try to kind of say, what would it look like? to take 30 days off of whatever this summer. Yeah. And it was really cool, like talking Good. through with a teenager what that looks like. So I'm not saying everyone has to do that, but I am saying it's kind of cool to like learn how to get, for example, to your father's house and yeah, his yeah, studio yeah. by figuring out where these streets are in Costa Mesa that I didn't really know anything. So your brain has to kind of do things it used to do. And Which like, is probably great from a neurological health sure perspective. I'm sure the neurons are healthy, I'm healthier. sure it's good. So, okay. That's that. So you would encourage if people are on the edge, teetering, teetering, yeah, make I'll the leap. It's not so bad. Yeah. Oh, leap. Yeah, leap, leap, leap. Yeah, make the make the leap. It's not that bad. It is fine. And if you hate it, you can go back. Whatever. No, and I'll I'll, I'll go one step further. I went a little more hardcore. You certainly on this phone could get GPS. Okay. I just shut the data off. So you don't yeah, even yeah, need yeah. to give up GPS. That's not even that big of a deal. Okay. What you want is you want either Sunbeam, which is the Mennonite company that makes a little flip phone, a little Christian conscious company. Okay, trying to Sunbeam. Make the Sunbeam, uh, no apps, but you can get GPS. You could even do speech to text so you're not breaking your thumbs off. Um, super easy. Love so that. really no reason not to commit to Sunbeam. Um, and then you could also do Lightphone, which is a little more expensive, mm. but really cool little ink trendy. screen. Very trendy. But but good people running that company, doing good work, same kind of conscious whatever. You could still have podcasts. You could still have GPS on a Lightphone. Oh, wow. And, it, and you know, it's like $399, but it's still like, what, a third of a, of a new iPhone? Yeah. So, you know, if you plan on keeping it for a few years, like not the worst thing in the world. And so, save your soul. You can, but honestly, 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 what? like, let's just talk. Let's just talk for a second. Okay. Okay. What in the world are you doing that's good with like just that, that kind of habitual app opening thing? Oh, I know. We're already online. We already can I do know. all those things if we sit down and like do them. So when you take it away from just one place, you just, you just, you're not 
I'm not not checking sports. I'm just sitting down at my laptop and checking the scores. Yeah, I just don't check it every yeah, yeah every every two seconds. So you're right. You're always right. It's so easy to give up once you do it, and it feels kind of cool to be like, I'm going for it. So okay, if you want to do GPS, if you want to do speech to text, whatever, fan, you want to do pod. I can't give up my podcast. I can't give up from Babylon with love. I can hear thousands of people screaming that out in their hearts. No, David. No, <laughs> don't do it. Um, then just get the light phone. Get something else. But there's plenty of options. It it just takes something away that's just like a weird little drug habit thing uh that's my recommendation okay okay i appreciate it i appreciate the the brand recommendations i uh, you know i'm just and i have like a kyocera i don't even necessarily recommend it. i got one of the tanks that Good. is like I indestructible mean, yeah. you can drop it from a second story. well i have haddon so haddon is uh yeah. is my two and a half almost three year old hulk and as soon as i brought it home he goes daddy what's this and as he was saying it he was throwing it through the air <laughs> And, I, and you know what? I did my heart. I just let it go. I was like, that's fine. Yeah, that's whatever. why I bought this one. Yeah. It just, it clattered across the ground and it's it was fine. fine. I could dunk this in 30 feet of water for a half hour. Really? Because you know me, I always go deep diving. Uh, and <laughs> he then loves I could, the beach. <laughs> um, yeah. So I just bought the little indestructible tank, but you Great. could buy a really fancy one if you wanted. Okay. Okay. I yeah. think I mean it's shaping up to be I think it's shaping up to be a great year, David. No excuses. That's this year's no excuses. <laughs> oh, whoa. You can't talk for three years about how we should live yeah, yeah, and not yeah. do something about it. All right, yeah, all right, all you're right. right. I'm you're getting right. off the soapbox. What else are we what else is on what are the topics uh <sighs> for the pod this season? Okay, season four of the pod. If you haven't heard the trailer yet, season four of the pod, we're going all in with the seven deadly sins. The glittering the vices. The glittering vices, Rebecca DeYoung. So if you're hearing this, the first time you heard this, you didn't hear the trailer, whatever, all good. We are going through Glittering Vices, a book by Rebecca DeYoung. We recommend you you grab it. It's a mm-hmm. really easy read, really accessible read. We're going out of order. And we're going to go out of order. And we're going to riff on the seven deadly sins. We're bringing in brother, father, brother, father, Hayden. Yeah. Um, and uh, we're going to, for the first time ever, three voices in the room it's wild guys. it's wild i mean season four who knew this is the big one um we might have to end after this one like you know walk out yeah. on the high note um i got a few uh new faces new voices lined up great uh i got a robust interview with one dan bellum oh uh, baby just, uh, just tune in for that one just like the eternal well of stories like uh Constant. there's just no end to incredible stories with dan bell and we got our own jordan dobbins is uh coming <gasps> into the studio wow gonna our british brother is gonna talk about uh life in in in, in england in merry old um and then we're gonna kind of convince him on air that he should never go back and that he needs to stay with us yeah, i think we can make that happen yeah i think so too um <laughs> okay, so uh, we got a couple new voices. We got a Seven Deadly Sins run, and then we got a couple. Uh, we got a couple calendar events with Father Hayden uh, queuing up Advent, um, queuing up, uh, of course, uh, Christmas Tide, and of course, here. Here's one thing I'm gonna roll out there, and we'll see if we pick this up. Um, Lisa and I were talking about maybe trying to do the Twelve Days of Christmas. Now, not you mean as like a the pod- ducks and the like, gooses. Okay. Or the- yeah. So Twelve Days of Christmas. If you do a proper Advent observance okay you wait right right you don't decorate okay now you can't do this you're already getting anxious yeah no 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 no. i know people who do this you know this okay i know people who don't decorate you don't decorate don't decorate it's there's there's logistics are tough but i'll let you explain okay you don't decorate don't decorate and then christmas eve or whatever right it's like but you bonanza bedazzle and all the things come out and then christmas day is like (gasps) he is born you know Uh and it's like a true celebration why are we celebrating before jesus is here laura it doesn't make any sense okay so then you suddenly celebrate because he's born he's here and then 
you mm-hmm. for 12 days you celebrate yes okay. you you go you go all in for 12 days until epiphany yes right yes. Yeah, yes. yeah 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 so then there's yeah, january right. january 6th, 6th this is the epiphany and uh the wise men see jesus and then you can rein in some of the merriment. Then we're good yeah <laughs> we said to wait for them yeah 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 i yeah. try i strongly encourage that I have people in my life who are uh, hardcore into that like I'm not doing the Christmas music. There's no decorations. Logistically, it's tough, though. Uh, I do know somebody who went Christmas Eve. They were like, we're doing it. And they went to go get their Christmas tree. And the Christmas tree lots are closed on of Christmas Eve. Of course they are. Their last day is the 23rd. So you just got to plan ahead for things. <laughs> you got to, like, buy everything and keep it in a box. Okay. Because even if you go December 12th, like, there's the stores will be out of everything. 12 days, though. Every day a little different. Yeah. Like on the 12th day of Christmas, mm-hmm, my mm-hmm. true. So, maids are milking. Yeah, yeah. maids are milking. <laughs> 12 days, every day a little different way of celebrating. Okay. Here today we have a gift. Tomorrow we go to a place. Got a craft. We yeah. got a, we're baking. Yeah. yeah. I Things love like that. that. So I'm going to do a little more low key. I'm not hardcore. Okay. I might yeah. be hardcore with the phone, but I'm not that hardcore. So I'm thinking, you know, we'll we'll set up our decorations, but maybe we won't do the lights or something. Like we'll do okay. like a yeah, version yeah, yeah. of it, right? Yeah. Where we get our tree and everything's kind of like looks nice, but we're just, we'll set off the lights, you know, on Christmas Eve. Well, and in, in like a, in a beautiful twist Angels. of fate, we don't have to go back to school till after Epiphany. <sighs> okay. So like you could really live it you up. Could properly do the 12 days okay so you and i are going to regroup right around then and see okay. if we can't talk our way into this thing yeah i think um, it's a great idea and then in general uh, just a little preview you and i want to talk about a few different things uh yeah. some lighthearted topics some night not so lighthearted topics yeah uh, some real oof. some real deep places i i i we're gonna have to talk about uh the deconstruction movement of a bunch of people our age leaving the church yeah and being like evangelicalism somehow is jesus and therefore i don't want both no. no, I got so Come many back. thoughts and feelings, but we're going to have to try to process that a little bit together. Okay. Um, so I, you and I are going to do some topical things along the way and just a little, hey, what's going on in the world kind of things. Um, but that's going to kick us off first part of the of the year, first part of the season. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be a lot of interesting yeah. things for people to think through. We're still going to do every other week. Oh, I'm glad. Okay. We're still going to do every other week. I think that's a rhythm people can stand, manage. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be changing up the, the, the patron support system. Ooh. Um, I'm leaving the Substack thing. We just can't do it. You and I, we just, you know, we don't have time. Yeah. We don't have time. That's yeah. just the people we are. And I don't want people like continually waiting for something that isn't showing up for them. So I'm going to switch back to a streamlined sort of patron support model. I'll send emails out to, to the folks that support us. I did want to give a shout out to the people who have been supporting us. Man. Can we do that? Yeah, please. You're like, I don't even know. No, I have no idea who any of them are. Okay, well, I'll tell you one of them. Uh, Mrs. Pennecuff. (gasps) Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A longtime supporter. Um, Like, great, faithful supporter. So I want to give a shout out to her. Thank you. Yeah, seriously. Uh, Blake Vale. The wife of my fourth grade teacher. Um, <laughs> not Blake oh, Vale. No, not Ben. No, oh, no, my no. gosh. <laughs> Mr. Vale. Um, uh, thank you, Vale family. Vale family. Um, OG founding supporters, uh, Mark Hallowell, uh, William Lahat. These are some of my people. Great. Um, uh, Zach Salazar, Jesse Carlucci, uh, some of my boys there. Zach Salazar uh, from the music, from the intro. From, oh, yeah. Yeah. He's, Beautiful. He's lonesome. Uh, from Lonesome and Muddy. Um, <laughs> uh, Christian Ballone for many years supported us. 
Uh, and I want to give a shout out to him. I have never met him in my life. I don't know where he found us, but he just started supporting us financially. Thank you, Christian. Um, oh man, I started it and I can't, I can't remember. I know there's going to be somebody you who's left it. off. And yeah, there's going to be several people right now that are left off. But we'll be better about announcing. Those I just things. like that idea. I kind of want to put myself on the block yeah, there yeah. to like say, oh, I want to give shout outs because people have been supporting us from day zero. And if they're interested in supporting you, what do they do? What do they do? They go to the website. They Google. They go to the website. Okay. They go to frombabylonwithlove.com. They they click on the donate button, and that's what they do. Okay. Uh, it's PayPal. It's a classic system, uh, and you can market. You can earmark it for the pod. Uh, the pod is uh, under the umbrella of Zoe Church. It's a ministry from from the church home. Um, and you can just mark, you know, podcast or whatever. Uh, because it's a 501c3, um, if, if you wanted to donate a large amount of money and mm-hmm. you wanted to you wanted to write it off, like you could totally do that because we're a nonprofit. Can people put you in their as will? As a church? Or? Oh, totally. Can definitely. <laughs> we still want to do the road trip to Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia. you got to uh, see the Anna Green Gables to, house. wants to fund the uh, Anna Green Gables road still trip? Still looking for a sponsor. Oh, man. So, yeah. Uh, from BabylonWithLove.com simple donate button but for those who have been supporting us and our subscribers um via the old newsletter i will be sending out an email and make it a simple thing for them to be able to just click through if they want to continue to support Beautiful. us you don't have to but we really appreciate you guys uh keeping the lights on for us as it were and if anybody hears this and wants to uh wants to join in uh supporting us and keeping things going uh we would be so thankful so appreciative uh we really enjoy being able to do this it gives us an excuse to keep doing it so uh any last thoughts heading into the school year Oh, Any man. last like, what's your, do you, people do like a word. What's your word for the year? Do you have a word? Um, I, that's a great question. I mean, for the past few years, it's a don't reinvent the wheel. Yeah. Has been a, a real phrase. I don't, I don't have a phrase for the year. I've had a few phrases over the years. One year it was coming in hot. Coming in hot. One year it was don't reinvent the wheel. Um, the past week or two, the word has been boundaries. Boundaries. Like do what you need to do. Uh, and like, don't try to do what's not in your plot, if you will. Um, so we'll see if that sticks and holds as maybe our English department theme. Uh, but yeah, that's been the, the word of the week is like, do your tasks. Don't do the other. Don't do someone else's tasks. Yes. Don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Don't, or don't take over somebody else's plot of land. Yes. Okay. I feel that. Boundaries, uh, freedom through limitations. Amen. That's a theme. Okay. Go analog, write with pencils, get a flip phone. Thanks, my (laughs) friends. Uh, We look forward to, uh, yeah, joining, uh, having you join us in our conversations, jumping into the seven deadly sins imminently. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go.